This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Hey guys, I wanted to take a minute here at the beginning of the show to share a couple of things with you. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for listening and downloading the show. We're all very, very thankful to have you guys uh, consume this this content that we've created. Uh, I love it. When I hear people tell me that they listen to the show. So thank you all very, very much. And also, we recorded this episode on Thursday, June the 8th. And now it is currently about 1 a.m. on Sunday, June the 11th. I didn't know until just before I started editing the episode that Adam West had passed away this weekend. So I wanted to take a second and say that we are all saddened by that news. Adam West was, of course my first Batman, and he has been the source of a lot of laughter in my life over the years, and he will be greatly, greatly missed. Um, We'll discuss that in a lot more detail on next week's show, I'm sure. If you're going to be in the Washington, D.C. area next week, John wanted me to let you know that AwesomeCon is going to be happening on June 16th through the 18th. There's going to be a lot of comic book artists, writers, and stars from shows like Doctor Who and The Walking Dead. And he said he's hoping to meet uh, Ming Chen in person. Of course, from AMC's Comic Book Man, who was on our podcast uh, several weeks back. And also, he wants to hobnob with nerd loyalty like Will Wheaton and Felicia Day. So, if you're going to be in the D.C. area, you should go and check that out. And, uh, Christine, if you're listening, he says that he'll keep a tally on how many Wonder Women costumes he sees and uh and lets you know so <laughs> and uh i'm going to be at magic city con on june 30th through july 2nd i'll be conducting panels and i'll also be meeting ming Chen in person as well so if you're going to be in the birmingham area at the end of the month come and check that out i'll link both cons in the show notes uh for you on our website at cosmicpotato.com all right let's crank up the theme music and get the show started We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 53 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sitting across the virtual table from me is a guy that spent the last week planning his vacation to Themyscira, Mr. John Irons. How are you, John? 
they told me no. <laughs> they, they won't let you in. <laughs> and uh, also joining us on the line tonight is uh, uh, cosplayer extraordinaire Christina Howard. How you doing, Chrissy? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Glad to have you back. Didn't we assign you a movie like a year ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't even I'll remember. Be totally honest, I, I, I can't even remember what it is. I think <laughs> it was. Was it Stand was by Me? Raising... Uh, there was a list actually. Oh, okay. There was like three. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to go back and find out. Obviously, you didn't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go like rewatch the uh, reruns oh. or re-listen rather. Yeah. Well, uh, we got a, a, a number of, of things to talk about tonight. Our main topic is going to be basically a summer movie uh, preview, uh, the summer schedule. We're going to talk about movies that are going to be coming out over the summer. We probably should have done it last month, but we have some other stuff we want to talk about. But we're also going to talk about uh, Wonder Woman, which is a movie that all of us got to see this week. And we're going to try to chat a lot about uh, conventions and cosplay and things like that. But first, let's play a little game of Would You Rather. This is a, I mean, this is a game that all the kids like to play, but we're gonna do a little, a little bit of a, of a geeky spin on it. So I'm gonna ask three would you rather questions, and we'll all get a chance to just, you know, give our answer and see if we're, if we're all the same or if we're different. Now, of course, they're all movie and TV related. So you guys ready? Sure. Okay. Number one, would you rather travel with the Doctor in the TARDIS? Or with Doc Brown in the DeLorean, or uh, or or would you like to listen to John play with his microphone? <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> All right. So, sorry, I had to I had to plug my laptop in, so I had to move it. Uh, that's, that's okay. Um, what do you think, the, the the TARDIS or the DeLorean? Well, I'm inclined to say TARDIS. Um, so, so here are the pros and cons for me. I feel like the DeLorean is kind of not pointless, but you know, basically it, it gets them there at the beginning of the movie and it takes them away at the end of the movie, and that's you know, and then it gets stolen or blown up or whatever. Like the DeLorean kind of comes with too many problems, and it doesn't really do a lot of stuff. Yeah, as opposed to the TARDIS which is space and time and bigger on the inside. You know, there's like a pool room, you know, <laughs> yeah. a library. <laughs> yeah. Closet. Yeah. There's right. a closet. There's a sauna. There's all kinds of cool stuff in the, in the TARDIS. The trade-off is that, um, as opposed to just bullies, you have like monsters that you have to deal with. Um, but I think I would go TARDIS um, because the doctor is probably cooler than Doc Brown. <laughs> he, yeah, he knows what to do in every situation. Anyway, yeah, and I'm less likely. <sighs> you come a lot closer to death on the TARDIS, though. Well, okay. Like, so here's a here's a theory that that I, I recently read this online, and I never really thought about it. So when uh, when in Back to the Future Part Two. When Marty is in that tunnel and he's and he is uh, trying to get away from Biff and Biff's trying to trying to run him over, right? Doc shows yeah. up at the last second and drops that flag down for him to grab him and pull him out. How did Doc know that he was going to be at that exact place at the exact same time? And the reason is the theory is Marty died right there, 
over and over and over until Doc finally got there at the right place and picked him up. He kept going back in time and, and until he finally got him there. So, <laughs> so there's some uh, there's some peril that you can get into in, uh, in with the DeLorean as well. I guess. <laughs> so so Biff ran him down over and over and over, and Doc just kept trying to go back and get him. But then you run into the thing of then there's like 15 DeLoreans in the air above the. <laughs> Above the tunnel, so don't think about it too hard, or you'll you'll break something. I just presume there were nanites <laughs> that he that he that Doc Brown injected Marty with nanites like the day they met. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Th- His first experiment. What do you think, uh, Christina? Which one would you rather do? Oh, TARDIS, hands down. I mean, come on, you got like space and other planets. Like DeLorean's only limited to basically like our own timeline. Whereas, like, you know, TARDIS, you can go not only to, you know, different parts of the universe, but, you know, within different dimensions as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the DeLorean is, is not just limited to our timeline. It's limited un- unless you live in a really interesting place. Like, if I go to Vincent, Alabama, where I grew up, and I travel <laughs> 50 years back in time, I'm still in Vincent, Alabama. You know, you're still... Right. And, and it's not that interesting of a place. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so the next one is, would you rather arm yourself in a fight with Luke's uh, lightsaber or with Harry's wand? Christine, I'll I'll go to you first. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with a wand because with a lightsaber, it's just a weapon. I mean, there's a few other things it might be able to do, but for the most part, you know, a wand is like, I mean, it's literally the same thing as a doctor's screwdriver essentially yeah in the harry potter universe yeah. so you you can just do so much more with that the downside is that you have to know magic to be able to use the wand right i mean you have to know some magic words and things like that a lightsaber you might not be very good with it but you can pick it up and you can do something with you it. might yeah. you might cut off something important <laughs> yeah you might cut your own arm off <laughs> everybody else seems to in star wars but <laughs> i mean yeah everyone's missing a hand for something yeah. for some really good reason <laughs> what do you think john that was gonna be my my question like am i am i skilled with either of these things or is it like just me and they're both like lying on the table i think you're and you're getting into a, you're getting into a fight uh, to, if I wanted to make it really dark, like we do when we play Sci-Fighters sometimes, if if you're getting into a battle and you look over and Luke is dead and Harry's dead and you can grab one of their weapons, which one would you grab? <laughs> we never go that dark. What's going on with you tonight, John? <laughs> um, yeah, if it's, if it's just me as I am, I, I guess it would largely depend on who I'm fighting uh, if they've got a wand I want a wand um, and I'm just going to hope for the best but if it's you know if it's a conventional fighting person um, then I'll yeah like I don't I don't have a lot, whole lot of training with a sword but I you know I assume that if I you know, put the pointy end in somebody, it'll it'll do what it's supposed to do. And I can't necessarily guarantee that for a lot. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> um, the plus side, if you're... If, if go ahead. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it, just, it depends on, on what what the other person's got. 
<laughs> the plus side to using um, a wand yeah. is that you've got a little bit of distance with it. I mean, if you know some magic words, you can fight with a little bit of distance between you and your opponent. If you're using a lightsaber, you have to get up up close and personal with it. Right. There's also the question of whether or not a wizard's wand would allow you to even try to use it because they right. usually uh, yeah. have some oh. issues with that. Yeah, if you pick up Harry's wand, well, it might not want to work for you. Fun fact. Um, I am uh, O positive. <laughs> so presumably I could be able to work with any wand. True. <laughs> any positive one, <laughs> as long as it's not a negative one. Right, right, yeah. right. So no Death Eater ones. Yeah. No Death Eater ones. <laughs> All right, third and final. Would you rather be a true blood vampire, but you have to share your coffin every day with Justin Bieber? <laughs> or would you want to be a werewolf, but the only other member of your pack is Jaden Smith? Mm. <laughs> is there a third option? No. No, unfortunately. But the good thing, I think that I would pick the vampire just because I don't think Justin Bieber would last very long as a vampire. I don't think you would have to deal with him for very long. I think somebody would kill him. Well, I think I, I would I would pick the vampire. Presumably, I'm more in control of, like, you know, if I'm the kind of werewolf that like, changes at the full moon no matter what. Uh, if I'm a vampire, I can kind of go undercover, um, especially in, like, a True Blood universe. I, can, I could be undercover if I wanted to. And if I'm, if I'm bunking with Bieber, um, <laughs> I'm going to assume that I'm, I'm living a, 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 a nice lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know... We wake up, you know, at dusk. He goes his way. I go my way. Um, I'll take one of his cars. It could, it could work out. Yeah. Chrissy, you even want to attempt to answer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't. I really don't have that much animosity towards Bieber. I mean, I'm kind of indifferent. So yeah, I think I'd go the vampire route just because. I mean, vampires are cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly have anything against either of them i think they um you know i mean you gotta accept or expect a certain amount of um screw upness i guess i was gonna say dumbness yeah <laughs> when, you, when you're raised you know a billionaire like when you, <laughs> you know i think we talked about this before like i was dumb i was a dumb kid i mean i was a smart kid but all kids are dumb because you're a kid like you know and you you know, you make dumb decisions and, you know, and that's if I had all my same traits and kind of the no boundaries that come, <laughs> that, that come with being, you, you know, be a super, douche. Yeah. Yeah, super rich. <laughs> and a star. Well, uh, maybe you just hope that they'll grow out of being the douche. Like they right. grow into it and then out of it again. He's yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's what? What is he in like twenty five now, something like that? I don't know. He's great. Yeah, he's definitely mid twenties. My my daughter, my think. daughter Gracie used to love Justin Bieber. I mean, she dragged me to see that stupid uh, documentary that they came out with in the theater. So I had to sit for an hour and a half and watch this show about Justin Bieber. And uh, thankfully, she's out of that now. But you know, she goes through her phases. Now she's into Panic at the Disco. <laughs> hey, that's actually a cool band yeah so she likes good for her. <laughs> <laughs> and i think being a werewolf looks very painful i mean every time every yeah. every movie that i see that has a werewolf they look like they go through a very painful transformation every month 
you know. So I don't know if I'd want to do that, even if I was having to hang out with Jaden Smith. But <laughs> okay, all right. That was that was to, that was to kind of break the ice tonight. But we want to we want to talk about Wonder Woman, starring Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. And I want to warn you guys that are listening. We're we're gonna have spoilers in this episode. Uh, the movie's been out for a week, and we're gonna discuss it like a bunch of people that just saw the movie, and then we're sitting at the Waffle House afterward and talking about it. So, if you haven't seen the movie and you care about getting spoiled, then I'm gonna put a little disclaimer right here to let you know how far you need to jump forward to avoid hearing anything that you don't want to hear. So I will place that right here. Hey everybody, Future Sean here, editing the show. If you'll advance 27 minutes, you will avoid Wonder Woman spoilers. Thanks. So, initial impressions of the movie. We're going to dig into some of the themes of what this movie means for us, uh, you know, going forward and everything in just a minute. But first, I want you guys to just kind of tell me what you thought of the movie overall when you saw it last weekend. So, Christina, what was your initial impression of Wonder Woman? Well, there was there was a lot riding on this one. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it's it was akin to kind of what the kind of uh, feelings I had about episode seven. You know, like I, it's something we've always we've all been waiting for, especially women, especially nerdy women mm-hmm. have been waiting for is like their you know their their idol, their icon, their strong strong female character. Um, that the movie revolved around instead of just being kind of like a, a side character that, and you know, light, like star Wars, like you just didn't know what to expect. Like it was all new. I grew up watching Linda Carter. Yeah. Um, granted it was, it was older, you know, Wait, I was like, how old are you? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I did. I grew up watching it. I'm young. I'm, you know, I'll turn 30 this summer. Um, but it's, uh, you know, Still, like I, you know, I watched that version, and you know, I I loved it. Um, you know, and it was it was a really good show. It was she was strong, and going into it, you know, I I had a really good feeling about it, and it was getting good reviews, but I wasn't sure, you know. But I knew, honestly, within the first like thirty minutes for sure, I was like, this is fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I, you know. Like just just the first like that all the scenes like at the beginning, um, um, on the island and around and everything like you just you just the way the characters interacting just that scene you know at the beginning where the um all the warriors are just training right alone like it's it was it was pretty inspiring you're just seeing a lot of like really really strong women you're seeing a lot of diversity um in there um you you know. Um, different sizes and shapes and stuff, but they're all pretty strong. Like that was really exciting. Um, I love the historical aspect to it. Um, you know, going through like World War One and stuff like that. I know they um, played with history a bit. Um, some people had some issues with that. I feel like that was the only thing that I ever heard anybody actually complain about was the fact that they kind of messed with with some history. But Captain America did the same thing. Yeah. Um, so you know, but it is a comic book movie. Um, and a, a really good one. Um, overall, I have to say, I was really pleased. The costumes were top notch. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. 
I'm usually pretty hard to please on that score. (laughs) (laughs) So overall, and I really, and I've already heard rumors that there's going to be a sequel and I'm just stoked. I think they, I think they had probably already planned out the sequel before the, before this one even came out. I was, I'm just assuming because you know how Marvel does when they're, they've got everything mapped out until like 2025 or something. You know, uh, DC is kind of doing the same thing. I think they've got a they've had a Wonder Woman two on the schedule for a while now, so they were they were pretty much banking on this uh, being good too. But John, what did you think of it? Um, I enjoyed the film. There's a that's it. No, there's I'm, a big butt there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, no, 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 there's no, there's no butt. Um, I mean, I, I, I think I, I posted. Um, that it wasn't flawless, but it was the best superhero movie that I've seen this year. Um, so for, for clarification on that, let me tell you the hero movies that I've seen this year. Um, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. I saw Logan. I saw, I'm going to include uh, John Wick 2, because he's basically, he's like the Punisher. Yeah. Mm. I saw Moana. And I saw Lego Batman. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed all those films to varying degrees. Um, the only one that I, I felt, well, actually two, um, that would give this movie some competition in terms of like the best superhero movie uh, of 2017 for me so far uh, would be Logan and Moana. Which I'm already kind of, you know, bending the boundaries a little bit to call it a superhero movie. But it, kinda, it basically is. Yeah. Um, she's not the demigod, but, you know, she's just right next to him. Um, for me, this film was better than Logan. Um, the big strike against this movie was the same complaint that I have pretty much with all DC movies is that the ridiculous grayscale for no reason. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the, it's like way like, uh, I'm like, you're a comic book movie. Look like a comic book or at least look like life. You know, <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that you're London, but, and, and they had like, when they were on Themyscira, they actually had color, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the sky was blue. And the water was blue, and people were pink and brown and, like, all kinds of different colors. And then as soon as they left the little Themyscirian bubble, all color got sucked away from the movie. So that was that's my big complaint against this movie. But um, the reason it beats Logan for me is I felt like the action scenes were better. And not that there was a lack of action in Logan – but, you know, you've got Wolverine, you've got Little Wolverine, and those are kind of the only powers, really, that you see. Aside from that, it's it's just guns and explosives. Oh, and, and you know, um, <laughs> I almost said Mecha Wolverine. He's not a mech, but, it, you know, there's various Wolverines, Wolverine-type people. So there wasn't a variety of... It's uh, like X, all uh, of- X-24, I think is what he was called. In the yeah, X twenty yeah. yeah, all all of the all of the fights were very similar, um, as opposed to in this film, um, you know, you got 
sword fights, you got bow and arrows, you got like World War One type fighting, and then obviously you get the big god fight at the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, it um, Moana also a close second, but again the action scenes were better. The thing where they were fighting the little coconut people, no, <laughs> you, you lose them. <laughs> is, uh, Mo- Moana has water powers and uh, uh, Elsa from Frozen has ice powers so they're going to get together and do a Disney Princess uh, Avengers movie <laughs> huh. no, uh, I would watch that <laughs> technically oh. she doesn't have water powers yeah on the, 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 she's just the, spread with the ocean right yeah um, I was apprehensive about Wonder Woman. I I decided last summer that I wasn't going to see any more DC movies in the theater. <laughs> you know, we've all got bad things to say about Batman versus Superman <laughs> and and Suicide Squad. And my review for those two movies was not as bad as a lot of the ones that I've heard. I enjoyed the movies, but I didn't think they were really good enough for the amount of money that it costs to go see a movie these days. Going to the movies is like a major expense for a family. Now, I mean, especially if you factor in that they charge you extra for the 3D, which I don't do anymore, and they uh, they charge you extra if you choose the special theater with the reclining leather seats and all that kind of stuff, and <laughs> and then you uh, you go all out and you get popcorn and candy and drinks and all and the whole nine yards, and you spend a hundred bucks to watch one movie. You know, mm-hmm. that's I mean that's a topic for another show, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I decided that I was pretty much done with the DCEU in theaters, you know, I'd watch the movies, but I wait for them to come out on demand or Netflix or something like that. But then I saw the, when I went to see, uh, I think I went to see Pirates of the Caribbean the week before. And I saw the, 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 the newest trailer for Wonder Woman. And when I saw that, or it may have been when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Anyway, I saw the newest trailer for Wonder Woman and I said, you know what? They 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 look like they've gotten better. You know, I I, I saw what what you're talking about, John, with the color, and I think that they the color they're trying to match what they've done before. You know, because they're staying. Which is it. a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a I terrible, know. terrible thing. <laughs> they want to stay in that universe, so they're trying to make it look the it's same. The but, worst. But it's the first. It's not the <laughs> it's not the first one of those movies that wasn't directed by Zack Snyder because Zack Snyder didn't direct uh, Suicide Squad, but. I don't know. I just I I love I, mean, I love the movie. No reason. Go ahead. To... Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's yeah. your thing. Go ahead. I, I just I thought that this I, movie I'm just was going to complain more about the color. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was entertaining. It wasn't it wasn't dark and depressing. You know, it, it was a fun movie. It had some really good action scenes without being like bloody action scenes, and and I thought that they did a a way better job of character development than any of the other movies in this franchise. You know, by the time I left that movie, I felt like I knew who Diana Prince was and where she was coming from. And it set her up perfectly to carry her over into the, uh, into the larger universe. But, but on the way home, uh, I was talking with Sherry, my wife about the movie. And she was talking about how much she loved the fact that Diana was a, a female hero. She didn't need any help from a man. She didn't need to be rescued. You know, she was never the damsel in distress. You know, Chris Pine was the damsel in distress. And there were there were even <laughs> scenes where 
uh, he would tell her, no, Diana, you can't do this. You can't do this. She would go do it anyway. And everything was fine. She was fine, you know, but anyway, she was saying that she loved the fact that she didn't have to be saved. And then I said, well, don't hold your breath because justice league comes out in November. (laughs) And we don't know what they're going to do to the character when, uh, you know, Zack Snyder got his paws on the, on the script. But, um, David Thewlis, is that how you pronounce his name? That played uh, Sir Patrick Morgan slash Ares in the movie, which that's one of the spoilers that I was warning people about. (laughs) Um, I think that David Thewlis, I'm praying I'm pronouncing his name right. I think he's a fantastic actor. Everything that he's in just seems like it's just a little bit better because of his mannerisms and the way he talks and... Of course, he played Remus Lupin in the Harry Potter movies, and uh, he's currently starring in the third season of Fargo as the main, kind of the main villain of the show. Probably, I think he's probably the best thing about season three. He's he's kind of gross and evil and manipulative <laughs> and stuff, and uh, and I think that um, this was a he was good in this role up until the point that they unveiled that he was Ares. After that, I think anybody probably could have played that role because it was mostly CG, you know, yeah. um, what'd you guys think of, of him as Ares? You know, I think it's, it's really funny. Um, a lot of people don't realize cause, cause he played Lupin so well and, you know, was such an awesome character or such an awesome actor for that character. They don't realize like how often he actually plays villains and he does it really well. Yeah. Um, he actually was, uh, the villain in, um, in timeline. Oh, that's right. The Michael yeah. Crichton oh, yeah. book yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. And, um, I remember that was like one of the first things I ever saw him in. Um, but he's like definitely one of those British actors. It's like the British hall of fame, you know? Um, and I, and I, I was some of my friends that I went to see it with, like they were like, yeah, I totally knew he was the bad guy the whole time, <laughs> but I never got that. Yeah. I did not pick that up at all. I literally thought that Aries was like going to be non-existent throughout the whole thing. And she was just going to realize that it was just the way the world was now. Like a myth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did. I, 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 I saw it coming once it was coming. Like, you know, once she'd, you know, um, supposedly, uh, killed, you know, quote unquote, killed Aries as she knew it. Um, I knew I was like, Oh, okay. All right. So he's, you know, somebody's going to pop up and then, you know, you see him and you're like, ah, I should have called it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought he did really well. Like I thought he did really well. Like, you know, he's definitely, um, his his mannerisms. Yeah. And then I agree. Like when he, when he got into the, you know, the whole armor thing, like that was all like, you know, CGI and, and stuff like that. It, It was, I think him in his suit was way more rewarding was all that whole conversation than everything that happened after that. I thought that was, yeah, it was kind of meh after that. Yeah. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I totally knew it was him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. Sherry said. I did said. not see it coming. Sherry claimed that she yeah. knew the whole time. I didn't. I thought that, I, I, I thought that the guy that she thought was him, I thought that that was him, you know, but, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, he he was he was my I, I will say he was my first choice. So I put it that way. Um, I would have been surprised if it wasn't him. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. I liked the fact that that 
um, after he had he was transformed, they still kind of stuck his his face on there. I like that he didn't, you know, just didn't that he wasn't a completely different looking person. Um, just because you know, when else is he ever going to play a big beefy guy? Like I, I yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. appreciated that theme throughout this film that. Um, you know, you shouldn't necessarily judge a book by its cover, that you shouldn't underestimate someone or think you know what they can do or what they are because you think you've seen things like them before. Um, what else? I actually wrote notes this time. so <laughs> This is why I never write notes because then i got to look at them. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, HT... Um, friend of the show from um, the Millennial Falcon wasn't able to join us tonight, but she wrote a piece for uh, Slash Film where she like compared uh, Wonder Woman to like various Disney princesses, and and, and it, uh, it holds up largely her her um, the theory. Um, there is like she 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 says I think it diverges though when uh, she realizes that uh, um, it like she can't end the war by just killing one person oh oh you know what it is it's it's like the world is the world is basically a Disney movie um, there's a good guy and a bad guy and there's a there's a hero and a villain and that uh, Disney movies have to have a villain. And this and Wonder Woman is different. It diverges from the Disney plotline at the point where she's like, okay, well, maybe Ares himself isn't the problem. Like, just stopping Ares doesn't mean that everyone will be good. Um, and that's why I disagree with her because there was no villain per se in Moana. Um, it was a lack of love was kind of the villain. And it was a competing narrative. There were, there were two competing narratives. Um, and depending on who told the story, that's your bad guy. So, you know, when the grandma told the story, Maui was the bad guy because he stole the heart or Takah was the bad guy because, um, you know, it's a lava monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and according to Maui, Takah's the bad guy. And according to Takah, Maui's the bad guy. And in Wonder Woman, according to her, Ares is the bad guy. According to Ares, humans are the bad guy. And according to humans, other humans are the bad guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, everybody's right. The world's just full of bad guys. Right. And the world, everything sucks. That's the moral of the story. I felt <laughs> Wonder Woman. The world's a terrible place, full of horrible. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the 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 villain per se is is a lack of understanding, or or I guess I should say a limited perspective. And um, I kind of liked that 
to I like I like that everybody had a little piece of the truth. Yeah. And once, you know, basically Wonder Woman saved the day by understanding once she came to the knowledge that everybody's truth was correct. Yeah, Ares wasn't the cause of all of the evil in the hearts of men. Like men did did have some responsibility for it. Um <clears throat> excuse me. That she accepted um you know, that she was of these three worlds. She was of Themyscira, obviously. She has accepted herself into the world of men and, you know, embraced them. And she also accepted her divine uh, birthright, which is how she was able to wield the power at the end. Yeah. So, uh, you know, love and acceptance, but not just love and acceptance of other people, love and acceptance of other truths, I think, was... Uh, the underlying metaphysical message of this movie. Boom! I would drop the mic, but it would actually make a loud noise if I dropped the mic. So I'm yeah. just gonna sit here. Did uh, <laughs> did you did you expect Steve Trevor to die in this movie? Because I I didn't, and the re- the reason I didn't know that he was gonna die is because it's kind of like killing Lois Lane. You know, he he's a, a huge part of the Wonder Woman story in the comics, and I thought he'd stick around, but. Now that I think about it, I know that the next time that we see Wonder Woman, Diana, it's going to be like 75 years later. And I right. I think that Killing Steve pretty much tells us that when they do make a Wonder Woman 2 in a few years, it probably won't be going back to that time period. It'll be set in present day. And we'll, they'll kind of avoid the whole thing of uh, watching Steve die of old age like they did in Captain America. You know, they didn't want to. They didn't want to do that because it's already... But I've already seen people comparing this this movie to the first Captain America movie. You know, so... They don't want to... They don't want to give them too much ammunition, I guess, to do that. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of... I was kind of surprised that Steve Trevor died in this movie. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I was surprised. And then I... I and then I was, like, kind of questioning whether or not he was actually dead. I was a little in denial yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, but you didn't actually see him right. shoot the gun you know so i mean like you know could could he have gotten out or whatever um i asked my my friends that i went to see it with and they were like no he's dead and i was like <laughs> dang it well, i just know if they yeah. if they bring him back he'd have to be an old a very old man if he was in justice league because it takes place oh yeah i'm assuming it takes place in present day because i don't think batman can time travel not yet anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're talking world war one not even world war two but yeah so even older back, than yeah. captain america timeline yeah right yeah i was i was surprised um and then i i basically kind of went through the same thought process both you guys did i was like okay well um, killing him does kind of end this chapter so that, you know, uh, cause so that she, even if he had survived, like, so she doesn't have to grow old with him. Um, and then I thought the same thing too. I was like, Oh, well, you don't actually see like him actually die. I mean, he's, he's a skilled pilot. He just had to get up to a certain height and then, you know, he could have bailed out with the parachute, you know, but no, no, a little. Uh, they 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 made it they made it pretty clear that he didn't uh, that he didn't survive the trip. 
Um, and so, so then I wondered, how are they handling that? You know, this woman hasn't aged. Like, <laughs> what what was the explanation? Does she just like move from place to place? Um, how does Wonder Woman not age? Well, no, I know how she doesn't age. How does how do they explain it in the world that this woman has not aged? I mean, I think that's going to be. I think that's something that's going to be talked about in Justice League. Yeah, because I mean, Bruce Wayne's like on her trail, you know, with the whole the picture and stuff, and he's like, you know, in Batman versus Superman, he's like, I'm on to you. Like, this is obviously you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> assuming that she's like. Uh, that she's like Duncan McLeod, you know. She just uh, yeah. she she goes for a few years as as this, and then she moves on and takes on a different name, a different last name, keeps the same first name, you know, that kind sure. of thing. So I don't know. She's Cross obviously got Spy One One. Yeah, she's <laughs> obviously got a sweet office in the Louvre. So yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> she's got some tricks up her sleeves. Yeah, I just okay. I really hope that when she comes back. Injustice League that they don't undo all the stuff that they did in this film because you know strong female characters are are hard to come by in these kinds in these kinds of films and Supergirl has her own show but this season she's been a guest star on her own show more often than not you know she actually has been the damsel in distress in a few episodes and I hate that because that's not who she is and I don't want to see that happen to Wonder Woman not you know, not this version I would, of I Wonder would, Woman anyway. So I would be surprised if they. I mean, that would be such a colossal misstep. Like it is easily their most successful film um, from the DC universe, um, like financially and critically. So you know they come in, <laughs> they come in with their big uh, corporate weenuses mansplaining how <laughs> the story should be. Uh, like it, it could not be a bigger mistake. There would be so much outroar about that. Like it would just be. I mean, how could you be that tone deaf? Like, it'd be one thing if you didn't know, but it's it is clear. It is clear, and I feel like at this point, if she needed to advocate, like, no, we can't do that to to Diana. I think they they would have to give her some. You know, they would have to heed that. And I know we're going to get people that are going to say, well, you know, Zack Snyder is not, not directing it now. They've handed it over to Joss Whedon. But Zack Snyder had hold of it for a long time before he stepped down. I think that they've pretty much finished the actual filming of the of the movie. All uh, Joss Whedon is pretty much going to be doing is some post-production kind of stuff. He's not going to be rewriting the script or anything like that because the movie still has to come out in November, you know. So... So we're looking at a we're looking at a Zack Snyder production pretty much. <laughs> yeah. For the record, I'm not sure if I'm saying it. Like <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, everyone was like, Okay, well, this movie was good, so I'll give DC another chance. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. Like, yes, this movie was good, but you could tell this movie was going to be good. Or at least pretty good. Um and just like when you look at the other commercials, you could tell that those movies were not going to be good. So, Justice, I yeah. If I go, if I go we'll see, see it, if I see it, I'll, I'll be seeing it down the road here at the drive-in, so that I don't have to pay, you know, a hundred dollars to see it. <laughs> Definitely, but uh, right. 
Okay, so um, moving on from that, and you know, before we get into uh, the movies that are coming out this summer, um, Christina, you're working on a Wonder Woman costume, is that right? I am cool. with nice. like a million other people, but yes, <laughs> which is a good problem. That's a great thing. I'm so excited. There's probably going to be so many Wonder Women out there. In the, you know, on the con scene, <laughs> you could be. Um, oh, I can't remember the name. The name of her 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 tutor. You could be her. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's actually. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how familiar you guys are in particular, or maybe the audience as well. But like, uh, three hundred when that came out was a huge thing for a lot of guys. Um, they did the whole bodybuilding thing. They got into super good shape, and then they started, um, you know, wearing those costumes and going to some of the um, bigger pop culture conventions like, say, Dragon Con down in Atlanta yeah. over the uh, Labor Labor Day um, holiday. Um, they would just do big legions of them. There would just be like 30 guys, you know, lined up. Um, and right now the feeling is is that the, the, the women, the Amazons in Wonder yeah. Woman, is going to be like the girl version of that. Uh, yeah, I can totally see that. So there's, you know, there's going to be a lot of girls that are doing a lot of fitness and, you know, making um, all the various like, and there was a lot, there was a lot going on. I know um, there's been some articles uh, floating around on Facebook um, talking about the, uh, uh, some of the athletes, some of the women athletes uh, that were the, um, the extras. Um, yeah. And I know I, I've seen um, a lot of friends who are uh, cosplayers or costumers, whatever, however they want to identify themselves, but they are all talking about not just Wonder Woman, but all the background characters. And those background characters are definitely having, like, a huge impact. Um, because they, too, are, like, really strong, you know, female um, heroes or Amazons. Um, so that's – I think I'll we'll be seeing a lot of those um, at, say, uh, Comic-Con uh, coming up next month or, you know, um, Dragon-Con uh, coming up later this summer. Um, some of your big, big shows. But, yeah. It's it's gonna be huge. I'm really excited. So is your is your costume more of the just a basic Wonder Woman costume? Yeah, I'm I'm going for the the actual you know red and blue screen look. Yeah. Um. I, I um. I've always wanted to have a Wonder Woman costume. Um. But this one, I think it speaks to me even more than the classic one did. Um. I like the classic one, but this one's like. You know, I like that kitsch factor, um, but this one is just, I love that Grecian look to it, that they, the design that they pulled in, um, like really just like trying to tie it back um, to the ancient Greek culture in a way that Wonder Woman really hasn't done so far. So that's, that's really exciting. Um, so I'm really excited. There, there are a lot of people right now that are in the middle of like trying to figure out like what foam they used and <laughs> what where to where where to use leather and uh oh, how to do the boots and everything so um it's it's sort of like a there there's been some people that have already made some of them so far like made a ver you know the different versions like her training costume you know like the the one that's kind of taupe all over yeah. kind of a goldish taupey color um and then the red and blue one as well um so they're definitely going to be 
a lot of those. I think it's going to be the next Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh yeah, when yeah, I, when I went sure. to Magic City Con last year, there was Harley Quinn around every corner. And there was a couple of Wonder Women because you know she was in Batman versus Superman, so her the, the costume from that movie was already out there and uh but you saw a lot of Harley Quinn, you saw a lot of uh Deadpool and you saw a lot of uh um uh, Wolverine. You see Wolverine all the time anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, those are uh, Deadpool. That's always like and there's always like a bunch of crossovers of Deadpool, <laughs> you know. Barbie Deadpool or <laughs> Spider-Man Deadpool or nah, yeah, I've, Star I've, Wars Deadpool. I've seen Spider-Man Deadpool, yeah. Um how was dra- how was uh Star Wars Celebration? Star Wars Celebration was good. Um it's been a <clears throat> It had been a while since we had one in Orlando. Um, I think that was in 2012, I think it was, when we had the last one in Orlando. Um, But I more recently went to the one in London um, that was last summer. Um, So the ones in Orlando are always bigger, um, the stateside ones, um, than the Celebration Europe. Um, It was insanely popular with, you know, basically the resurgence of, you know, well, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> the resurgence to some people of Star Wars. Yeah. Some, for some people, some of us, it never went away. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it, it was good. It was insanely popular. Um, but you know, I think the big takeaway was um, they're, they're always really good shows. But we're kind of living in a new world of uh, security and, and large events. Right. And one of the things, as we saw recently at um, Phoenix Comic Con is uh, how they handle security. And what does that do to the bottleneck of traffic? I mean, Celebration is a huge, huge event. Um, People come from all over the world to go to this type of convention. Um, And it's in a very big convention center. Um, But in order to do security, they only had so many um, metal detectors. And they wanted every single person to walk through them. It wasn't just enough to do like a weapons check. Or anything like that right. and get your, you know, your prop weapons peace bonded. Um, peace bonding is like when they put the zip tie around the trigger to, to show to cops and to security that it's fake and it's been verified. Yeah. Well, you have to do that for anything that you, any, almost any big show or any even small ones, you have to peace bond any kind of weapon that you may have. Um, it wasn't just enough that you had to do that normal step understandably so, and they wanted everyone to walk through the metal detector. So there was a huge bottleneck on the first day. And I want to say people stood in line for hours and hours and hours just to get in the building, even though they already had a badge. They didn't even have to go through registration because Celebration is one of those few cons that actually mails you your badge out um, before the show. So that was kind of a a bit of a damper on the beginning. there was also, you know, a little bit of issues with the celebrity signings and stuff, the way that was handled. But outside of that, I, I feel like it was an excellent show. Um, Read Pop is the organization that puts it on. And, you know, there's always going to be struggles when you're dealing with that many people in one place at one time, of course. Um, but there was a uh, way more um, celebrities came than has come in the past. Um, I mean, a lot of original actors showed up yeah. this time around so 
it was it was pretty special. Um, and it was the 40th anniversary. Right. So, yeah. you know, people were really like making a big deal because of that as well. So, um, yeah. I'd love to go, but I'm not good with ginormous crowds <laughs> and uh, and heat and it is you know it is definitely uh orlando so <laughs> um but you know the word on the street is and i think it's i think it's been verified i i'm pretty sure this was confirmed but they the next one's not going to be until 2019 um they're taking a bit of a break which i think is good um let people kind of recover financially yeah <laughs> We've had so many celebrations in a short time span. Um, not to mention a lot of the other big conventions that a lot of people like to go to in the same year. Um, they're they're going to hold off supposedly to wait till the um, the Star Wars part of the theme parks opens, so that they can do the show in conjunction with that opening, and it'll sort of spill over into the park. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. So they they sort of did like a soft. Um, open i guess or like a test idea with that um this year where they did this thing called galactic nights and it was basically like an extra ticket and it was fairly expensive i think it was about 130 dollars and it was limited um yeah it you know disney they like their dollars um (laughs) but they they definitely had you know it was here you everyone was here at the convention center and then they all packed up and went over to um uh Hollywood Studios. I still want to call it MGM. I'm actually old enough that I want to call it MGM, but it's (laughs) Hollywood Studios now. Um, Anyway, they all went to Hollywood Studios and um, got to go in their costumes because anybody that's like a Disney file can tell you that you're not allowed to wear costumes in the park over a certain age. Um, You know, basically, like, I think it might be like seven or eight or something like that. Anything older (laughs) than that, you cannot wear a costume in the park. And that's like, so heart wrenching to people like me that you just want to take a picture in front of the castle in your princess outfit. Yeah, because they're gonna, the, the, they're afraid the kids, the little kids are gonna assume that you work there or, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Can't you yeah, can't yeah. go to like the the Disney boutique and get like like the Disney princess makeover? You can, but you're not a specific character, and their their concern is. I mean, I think the concern is valid sure. to a point. Like, there's a lot of uh, you know home you know, made sort of costumes that you're, you're probably not going to confuse um, for Cinderella necessarily. But there's a lot of cosplayers out there that they their costumes are, are on point. Um, and they've got it all down. And they could definitely impersonate Cinderella right there in the park if they wanted to. <laughs> so, and I think some people have. It will definitely get you kicked out um, in a heartbeat. <laughs> and you've also got the cosplayers that want to make the sexy version of the characters yes, and things like that. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've got like sexy Cinderella walking around and, and everybody's like, well, what's going on over here? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Disney after yeah. dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be a, another convention. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get into our main topic in just a second. But before we do, let's take a break and listen to a couple of advertisements for our friends over at the Millennial Falcon podcast and over at World War G. Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hwai Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. 
While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life. A little bit more geek in your week. Then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television. Comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. Let's do our summer summer movie preview, and we may not we may not talk about every movie that's coming out this summer, uh, but we're going to talk about some of the uh, the bigger ones. Uh, First of all, you've got coming out this week the Mummy with Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, Sophia Boutella, directed by Alex Kurtzman, and I'm looking forward to this because. When I first heard that it was being made, I was less than enthused because I thought, why are they remaking the movie that Brendan Fraser was in back in, what was it, 1999 or something like that? Yeah, that feels better. Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah, but the more I see of it, the better it looks. And I mean, it looks like it's going to be a really good movie. It's, It's Tom Cruise, and despite his, however you feel about his political and religious beliefs, the man makes good movies. You know, has there been a bad Mission Impossible movie? No, I tell you. I was gonna say, I was gonna say this. This movie looks like basically it's like a magical Mission Impossible. Yeah, well, you know, on 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 Tom Cruise's Twitter page, he's got listed as his uh, describing who he is. He says, "Running in movies since 1981." You know, <laughs> uh, he likes to run, but uh, you know, people want to keep comparing this to the Brendan Fraser movie, but. It's not really. It's it's a remake of the of the the original Mummy from uh, what was it, 1932, 33, something like that, and it's the first installment of Universal's Dark Universe series that they're doing. They're going to make reboots of the Invisible Man, basically a horror movie Avengers. <laughs> they got uh, the Invisible Man, the creature from the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein, Van Helsing, Frankenstein, Wolfman, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What do you guys think? I. Okay, when I first saw this, I just just to start this off, uh, the the Mummy, uh, Brendan Fraser movies, like I have a, a, a ridiculous love for them. They're bad <laughs> movies, but I love them. And when I they're so bad, but I like the all of them. well, okay, not the last one, the one that was in China. I do not. Not that one, but the uh, the the first two, the Mummy, the Mummy Returns, and, and the Scorpion King is a part of that kind of trilogy. Yeah, um, there's, there's I love two those Scorpion. Movies. They were a lot of fun. There's a Scorpion King too. Did you know that? <laughs> no, yeah. I did not know that. There now, is a, now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go find it's it. It's direct to video, and it star. It does oh. not have the Rock. <laughs> it does not have the Rock in it. It it stars Randy Couture. <laughs> who is a UFC? He's a U- oh UFC fighter. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to go find that. I'm glad to know that now. Um, but yeah, no, I love those movies. So when I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "What is this? I no, they can't do that. They can't make these awesomely bad movies serious. <laughs> like that's not okay." But you know, I re- I realize what you're saying with, with it being like this dark universe. Um, you know all those those old bad 
um, not bad, but the the old uh, uh, scary um, villain centered, you know, Frankenstein or you know, uh, um, yeah, it's Invisible like, Man, it's all the you know, the old school, yeah, the Universal movie monsters, yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, I get it. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it or not, um, but I think. I will go see it. I think I will, but I, I, it's like it's going to be one of those movies where nobody goes to watch it with me. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, it does. It happens. It happens a lot. So I'm like, okay, well, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little excited to, you know, she. I, I'm glad they made it like a woman too. Um, that's kind of exciting um, because wasn't it originally a man? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always been a man, but. So, you know, it's a little bit of a twist on that, um, that, you know, they, they picked up like a, 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 a I guess a, a person of Egyptian times, you know, right. out of all the, they picked up, I think she's like a priestess or something, right? Something Who makes like a that. power grab. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that should be kind of interesting. And Sophia, Sophia Butella, I think she's, uh, judging by what I see in the in the trailer and what I saw that she's capable of in Star Trek Beyond, I think that she's probably the right person for that role. So, John? Um, I, I doubt that I'm going to see it in the theater, but I would see it in the theater. You know, it's like you were saying before, like, it's, it's, it's a, it is a definite like investments of like time and effort and energy to to go see a movie. So like if I'm going to the film to the to see a film, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like it. Like I don't I don't <laughs> I don't I don't have the uh the bandwidth to go see a movie that I think might be okay anymore. I'm like if I think it might be okay then I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. Um and I will I will um back you up on your review of the mummy movies i liked them i thought they were fun i liked i, I definitely liked the first one i thought the second one was good uh scorpion king was that the third one yeah no the second one was scorpion king no no scorpion king came out after two because they uh, because they introduced that character in, oh, in that's the right. second that's when movie. he was yeah. that's when he was yeah the kid um the I mean, bracelet yeah right I, I go by the age of the kid so yeah you're right um yeah i didn't i didn't see the uh the spin-off scorpion king movie i don't think uh, oh i didn't watch it i'm but, just saying that it exists <laughs> i haven't seen it <laughs> I, I, will, I will watch it i'll come back and give a report okay <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that for us this but, this was back when netflix would put anything on there because they didn't have a lot of content so so i i just remember it popping up <laughs> occasionally on my netflix uh on my netflix uh suggestions but i never i never got around to actually watching it yeah, I I think it would probably like to to me it, it's it's kind of on the um uh it's on the Pirates of the Caribbean level, which I also want to see, but I can't guarantee that I will see it like in the theater, but I'll definitely see it like when it comes out on video. Um, Isn't it great that we can say stuff like that now? It is. <laughs> I was I was like flipping through like you know, I turned on Netflix and there was like a commercial for Doctor Strange. I'm like, really already? Yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, it, it came out last weekend on Netflix. I think. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Doctor Strange is on Netflix. And like Civil War, obviously, has been out for a while. I'm like, I remember. 
I said, I remember back in the day. You used to have to wait a, a, <laughs> a year. Yeah. When I, when I was a kid, we saw a movie in the movie theater. And then you had to wait maybe <laughs> six, seven months. And then it'd be on video. And then you'd have to wait maybe another five, six, seven, seven, eight, maybe nine, maybe ten. <laughs> <laughs> you had to put your name on a waiting list most of the time. The video store that I that I had in my town, you had to put your name on a waiting list because they only had one copy of every movie that came out. So, yeah, like from from the time a movie got released in the theater to you see it at home on cable or on demand. Actually, it wasn't on demand. From the time it came out of theater to the time you could see it on HBO, like no joke, like a year and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. two years sometimes. And now it's like three or four months. I'm like, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast came out this week. Yeah, came out uh, day before yesterday. Yeah. Like, I'm that I'm like, okay, well, like, if I don't get it, if I, like, if I just miss it that first opening weekend, I feel like, okay, well, I'll just wait a month. It just came out in theaters in, in March, I believe. So, like, yep. three months. Fact. Yep. But that's mm-hmm. also, that's also, that's like, <laughs> like the same way you get like ridiculous prices at Walmart. That's because Disney is this powerhouse and you know, they don't have to keep stuff in the theaters and kind of squeeze every drop out of ticket sales. Cause they're Disney. Like they, they'll open everywhere when something opens and they will be in, you know, five of your 10 theaters at the multiplex. And then they'll don't make the money overseas. And they'll don't make the money on demand. And they'll don't make the money on, on DVDs and Blu-rays. So they don't, they have the, luxury where they don't have to leave like they can walk away from some money in the movie theater because they know that they'll get it later and if they don't get it they're fine because they're disney (laughs) right right right. Uh, let's uh breeze through some of these because i don't want to keep you guys up too late i know as we record this listeners it is uh they're on the east coast christina and john are on the east coast and it's it's pushing 11 o'clock there and i don't want to Keep them up too late. Um, Transformers: The Last Night. No, no, Ooh, no. <laughs> you know I have nostalgia for the Transformers cartoon, so I don't know. I, every time one of these movies comes out, I'm yeah. like, oh, they made another one, and then, I, and then I'm there opening weekend and I watch it. I was about to say, does, does your nostalgia compel you to go or compel you to stay away? No, I mean I, <laughs> I go and see them, and I enjoy the movies. I mean, it's not like they're terrible movies; they're just. Over, really? overly big you know there's a lot going on and uh yeah i mean they're they're all right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that i'm gonna go see this one or not you know we'll see there's there's too many other things that i want to see that i want to spend my money on so i don't know uh despicable me three not gonna see it in theaters but i will see it i love these movies yeah <laughs> there, there is yeah I'll watch it later <laughs> There is always a chance that I'm going to see a kids movie that I wouldn't necessarily see otherwise. Well, your, because, your kids are you know, younger. Your kids are a lot younger than mine, so you still yeah. My kid, my kid, my kids are three and six. Yeah. so this is <laughs> this is right in their wheelhouse. Right. Um, and the commercial actually looks really funny. The commercials look pretty good. Oh, the trailer! The trailer like, is like a like a full length cartoon almost. It's almost like a Looney Tune. You know, they they show a whole section of the movie, and I'm I'm rolling watching that that trailer. But I'm not rolling enough to go see it at the theater. But I, w- I, w- I will watch the movie. I'm just not going to go see it in theaters. But 
they're making another Amityville movie, or they've already made it. It comes out this month. Amityville: The Awakening. Yeah, that's happening. Uh, <laughs> moving. Not a, not a big horror guy. Yeah, moving into July. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that is that is the one movie I'm definitely going to see in the movie theater. Yeah. So be, because this is technically not a Marvel Studios movie, it's made uh, by uh, is it Columbia that makes this movie? Sony. 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 Yeah. They. Uh, so technically, we get two Marvel movies this summer. You know, we already got Guardians of the Galaxies, and then we're getting Spider Man Homecoming. And I think I'm a, I'm not a guy that hates the Spider Man franchise. You know, I I really like those Raimi movies. I even yeah. I even kind of like the third one. I just thought that they tried to do too much in in one movie. I don't like that ha- we keep having to watch the origin story over and over. So I'm kind of glad that this is going to skip that. And uh, I think putting Iron Man in there to kind of give it a push is a is a good a good move. And I like that Spider Man is younger. You know, he's actually a teenager in this movie. <laughs> it's more like the comic, right? Yeah, exactly. In this way, he's not college age. He's high school. Yeah, which is accurate. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that's one that I'm definitely looking forward to. War of the Planet of the Apes. D- do you guys like these movies? The prequel apes movies? Um, uh, it's, a, it's okay. I like them. I don't know if I like them to theater. I think I think all of I'm trying to remember if I saw the first one in the theater. I may have seen the first one in the theater. Um actually no, I don't think I did. I think I think I waited for um I think I waited for video for the first two. I liked the first one a lot. The second one I would have liked better, but I felt like the main character was kind of an idiot. Um, not 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 Caesar, the other main, the human. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not the ape, just the human. Not the ape, just the human. Because <laughs> like, give my five second review. So many of the problems that he had would have been solved if he had just explained the situation. <laughs> Instead of saying, you got to listen to me. No, stop. Don't do what you're doing. It's important that you listen to me. If you just stop and listen to me, then I'll explain why you, why you shouldn't be doing what you, If he would just say yeah. why they shouldn't do it, then everything would be fine. Um, I doubt I'll see it in the theater, but it's... Yeah, my, my, my list of like summer movies were it's like Spider-Man, Homecoming in bold and then like eight movies with question marks behind them. <laughs> so this this is one of those. I'm just wondering how many more of these apes movies we can get before we get back to Planet of the Apes. Because you know, the one thing that I do like about the movie, I, I, I like the first one. I thought the second one was really drawn out and had a lot of boring parts to it, but overall it was it was a decent movie. Um but in the original Planet of the Apes with uh, Charlton Heston you know, he kind of goes to sleep, and then when he wakes up, he's on this planet, which we find out is Earth, way in the future. But we, I've, I've always assumed that he was hundreds of years in the future, and that man just kind of evolved into these apes or whatever. And now we're seeing in these movies that it's not that that far in the future. It, he may have only been asleep for a a couple of years or whatever, you know. It's, well, see, I thought I I took this as the because um, uh, they're already up the the Marky Mark timeline. They're kind of standing up. Well, is it is it that? I don't know if it's that or not. I don't know. Even if it's not, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm fine with a with a different um, 
you know, kind of a reboot, reimagining. Um, because they never, like, they did kind of explain when they did, they went back and did the prequels um, of the of the Apes movies. But I like this version of the storyline better than the one from the 70s. Yeah, I think I think the the Marky Mark version. Um, I read something this week that said that technically he really was on another planet until he until the very yeah. end of it. So obviously, yeah, this I feel is like he, he's like went through a wormhole. I think he was in like an alternate world, and yeah, I think that's I think he went through a black hole. I think that was yeah. If I'm remembering it right, through a black hole or a wormhole, um, and he wound up on this planet. And he he re at the end of the movie um, he reversed his path like he could, he he went back the way he came and so he thought he was home and he realized that uh, no it was Earth like but ruled by apes <clears throat> so I presume that this is the one that he went to okay yeah yeah I can see that all right um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets now I don't know if this is going to be a good movie or not. But it looks like a beautiful movie, <laughs> uh, kind of like um, Avatar. You know, you can say what you want about whether or not it was an actual good movie, but it was a beautiful movie at the at the time. Um, this is this is the other one that I'm most likely to see. I I, I, I will make effort to see this one just because it's you know um, it's not like Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies, but it is one of the movies that I love the most. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Like I, I, I recognize that it's not a great film, like in every way, but like the visuals of it, like you said, is fantastic. Yeah. And, I, and just to see him recreate that world again, or a similar, um, science fiction universe again, I, you know, you got my money for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's like one of those movies where if everybody decides to go see it, I'm cool to go along. Like I'll I'll check it out. It, it's gonna look cool. <laughs> okay, I'll that. I really I'll go. don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I'm like okay, it, it looks it could be fun. Not sure how I'm gonna feel about it. Um, Atomic Blonde. I saw the trailer for that the other day. It looks like it's gonna be pretty good. It's a spy movie. It kind of looks like a James Bond movie, but with Charlize eh. Theron in it. Uh, I was not impressed. I, oh, you weren't. No. Uh, no, it looks it looks okay, but it doesn't look any different from the you know dozen other you know badass kick ass spy chick. Yeah, which you know I'm not I'm not gonna talk bad against it. Like you know, go for it, but I'm probably not gonna see it. Uh, the emoji movie. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. Starring Sir That's Patrick Stewart the- as Poop. <laughs> that's one of the kids movies i might get dragged into seeing yeah um i'm not like i the, the <laughs> same way i saw sing in the theaters yeah and sing was sing was fine i thought i enjoyed sing but <laughs> left my own devices i wasn't gonna go <laughs> i wasn't gonna go plop down you know 15 bucks to go see sing i will randomly watch 15 minutes of that sometime in the future on tv i think <laughs> I, yeah i will not even watch this on demand i might watch it on Netflix. See, and here's the thing. I think it's actually. I think it's probably going to be a funny movie. Oh, I'm sure it will be, but I've. I. I don't know. I don't want to kill any brain cells <laughs> watching it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 
I can if I'm gonna do that, I'll just watch you know Batman vs Superman again or something. Yeah. Though I do have to say, um, the 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 what the movie that this makes me think of is that Sausage Fest movie. That movie, or uh, Sausage, see, Party. Sausage Party, that's what it's called, right? Just just crude Sausage humor, start Party. to finish. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that that actually was um, it was crude, but I've heard that it was pretty clever. Uh, I haven't seen it myself, but it kind of puts me I, I in thought of that. Movie. I saw I saw some of it. I I I turned it off because it was racist. <laughs> So, I, I get the sense that this will be better than that. I haven't seen it. I haven't yeah. seen uh, the sausage movie, um, but I get the sense that this will be. Like I said, I think it will be funny. I think it'll probably was was that movie Storks. I think it'll yeah. probably be like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Storks level, which is all right. That was entertaining enough to have on the TV, but you know, I'm not going. I'm not going to track it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into August. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to the most for that month is The Dark Tower, starring Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, if you listen to this podcast... Oh, wait, Cars, Cars 3? No Cars 3? I didn't bring up Cars 3 because I'm not a Cars fan. Listen, <laughs> because I'm not a child. No, yeah. Five. I mean, I went, to, I went to see the first two because, you know, my, my, my kids were young enough to go, but they're not... If I'm going to watch a Pixar movie, which I, I love Pixar movies... But Cars is not my first choice, you know. I'd I'd much rather see. I'd even go see Toy Story above, you know, Cars. But you know, oh sure, Toy Toy Story or when they finally come out with The Incredibles two, I'll definitely I'll go see that. Just me and my wife, (laughs) or something like that. But you know, the Cars series. Actually, I saw the first one in the theater with my wife and my daughter. I think the second one, my wife and my daughter went without me. I don't even think that I ever saw it. So I don't know. I saw all those. I don't think I've seen it either. I saw all those little Toe Mater uh, shorts that they had on the Disney <laughs> Disney Channel a while back. So, oh right, right. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, that if you listen to this podcast and you've probably heard me say that I'm a Stephen King fan, I'm specifically a Dark Tower fan. This is something that I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. But I, I really think that the Dark Tower series would work better as an HBO series. So that it could be fleshed out more, you know, completely. Have either of you ever read any of these Dark Tower books? Uh, I haven't. I don't. Um, I don't actually read a lot of Stephen King. Almost, almost none. But it does look like just what I've seen from the commercial is interesting enough to make me want to see it. Yeah, it's yeah. I haven't. I haven't read the Dark Tower ones either. Now Marvel did a comic but book series good. too. Marvel did a comic series. Uh, I don't know if they did the entire series, and I don't even know if they're still making it. But they did do several of the books, and even they added some things. They did like some some prequel stories and and all that kind of stuff. So if you don't want to dig uh, dive into a into a massive Stephen King novel series, which those books do get thicker as you go along, they're kind of like Harry Potter books. You know, Stephen King and J.K. Rowling both get paid by the inch. <laughs> you know so uh but that but it, you can you can watch you can read the uh the comics and and probably um you'll like those as well but anyway the the story is about a gunslinger which is kind of like uh an old west version of a knight and they they live in a parallel world and this one's going to be based on the mostly on the first book which is the gunslinger there's seven books in that series 
as they go through, they kind of start to merge with our world and they bring characters from different points in history into, into the story. And, uh, you know, Stephen King books don't always translate to the screen all that well. You know, one of, one of my favorite books uh, that he wrote was Under the Dome, and I did not like that TV show. You know, that TV show actually really infuriated me because they didn't <laughs> they didn't do it as a miniseries. They just kept trying to, to drag it. We're going to do another season. We're going to do another season. Just tell the story that was in the book and quit trying to add stuff to it, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, to this movie. Uh, and then the, a month later in September, another Stephen King uh, book, It, is going to be coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, in August, we also get uh, Annabelle Creation. Did you ever see the movie Annabelle? It was kind of the spinoff to The Conjuring? Mm, as, no. Okay. In The, con- in the Conjuring... What up? The Conjuring is kind of like a, I mean, it's a horror movie about a demon possession. But anyway, in that movie, they they show this doll that they call Annabelle. Well, the they, that the movie doesn't have anything to do with that doll. But then they made a movie called Annabelle, which is like the history of where that doll came from. And of course, it's a demon doll, and people die when it's around and stuff like that. Sure, and sure, then sure. so now we're getting a sequel, which I don't know. Why they want to go down this road? Because they they kind of played up the whole thing in the Conjuring that it was based on actual events, but now they're wanting to make spinoffs that are obviously not based on actual events. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. I'm not going to see it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then the, and then and then I wrote down a couple that are coming out in September, even though that's technically not summer. Uh, school usually starts back in September, but. It that I mentioned earlier, and then Kingsman: The Golden Circle is coming out in September as well, and uh, mm, looking yeah. forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yep. So that's uh, that's pretty much. Are, were, were there any movies that I didn't put on the list that you guys wanted to wanted to mention? Um, Okja is coming to Netflix. What is it? And it's it's from the um. From the guy who did uh, Snowpiercer, and the plot, see, it, it looks like it could be good, but it also looks like it could be not good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like the plot is like I think they like scientists developed this new animal, um, like for food, but it's also kind of adorable, I think, and there's only one of them, and it's. And, it, and I think like like one of the handlers helps it escape or something. It's not clear, you know. I don't like spoilers, so that also means that I can't tell you a lot about a movie before <laughs> <laughs> before before it comes out right. necessarily. Um, but Okja O K J A um, is coming on Netflix. I think this month actually. Okay. And let's see, what's the other thing? Death Note also coming to Netflix, um, based on the anime series um and full disclosure i've never seen all of death Note. i think i've seen like one or two episodes but i liked it so i'm probably going to catch up on that first and hope that um i know it's gotten complained has gotten um, complaints against it for whitewashing um so I'll, I'll watch all the anime first and uh get my fill of diversity before i watch the whitewash version and get mad about it <laughs> 
so I got to I got to keep it in balance. But I, I that also is something that could be good. And bonus Netflix, so effectively free. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, effectively. I mean, what eight bucks a month? Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Christina. Was there anything you wanted to bring up? No, I think I think we covered it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much uh, all we've got for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, which I think, as of this week, they are actually rebranding the podcast uh, section of iTunes to Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to be changing the logo <laughs> pretty soon. And uh, we're also on Stitcher and Podcast Addict on the Android Store. Uh, make sure you subscribe so that you always knew what you always know when there's new content and leave us a rating and a review and if you want to contact us go to our website at cosmicpotato.com and click on the contact tab and there you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages as well as uh, our email which is mail at cosmicpotato.com Christina thank you for being here tonight thank you for having me and John as always yeah man right back at you (laughs) <laughs> and be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast, when you might hear John say, Yeah. <laughs> we interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. I've summoned you here for a purpose. Saddle up, lock and load. What? You think you're some kind of Jedi? Waving your hand around like that. <laughs> Big cracking deal. Loud noises keep the change. You feel the animal. Ooh, you put a lot more thought into that. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Amadala. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a wrap.